Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking all about how to use outside vendors for your Disney wedding. One of the best ways that you can save money on a Disney wedding or get more bang for your buck is to use outside vendors. And this is one of the best kept secrets about Disney weddings because obviously Disney is not going to tell you if you can use somebody besides them for something, but people do it all the time and they save a lot of money or they get way more for their money at their Disney wedding. So today we're gonna talk about the guidelines, the restrictions for doing this, and then address each type of vendor you might wanna use and how to find them and what kind of things you can get. My guest today is Angela Apolito, who was married at the Wedding Pavilion and had her reception at the Contemporary in a ballroom and used a lot of outside vendors to pull off a gorgeous wedding. So she is going to offer a lot of great tips that will help you when you are planning. Welcome, Angela. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to chat about my fabulous Disney wedding. (laughs) Do you want to give my listeners just a quick overview of what you did for your wedding? Sure. For my wedding, I always knew I wanted the wedding pavilion, so there was never a question there. And then I really wanted my reception at the Grand Floridian Ballroom because I love the elegance of the Grand Floridian. Well, with the wonderful Disney lottery, I did not get the reception space I chose, and I ended up at my second choice being the Contemporary. Because the contemporary didn't really fit what I was looking for, I really had to change the room that I was given to fit my vision. And that's where all the outside vendors came from me. I had a Saturday wedding. And with Saturday came the highest minimum for enhancements. And my goal was to keep the amount of money that I gave to Disney, as far as enhancements go, to the minimum. So I tried my hardest to stay to that $10,000 minimum and not give them more money. I'd rather give that business to other vendors that could get me the same stuff for a better rate. We ended up with tons of fabulous time. I had 80 guests at the Contemporary. I had gorgeous pipe and draping. I had a fabulous photographer, a fabulous videographer. We had everything that I could have ever ever dreamed of. And we had a blast. I enjoyed it. (laughs) That's so great to hear. And while you're listening to this episode, I have a slideshow of photos from Angela's wedding in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. So you can see a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about. So the first thing to know is that the types of outside vendors you are allowed to use depend on your venue. And we're going to talk about this in depth, which places you're allowed to use outside vendors and which types of outside vendors. 
One of the myths about using outside vendors is that it's going to make your wedding planning way more complicated than if you just use Disney for everything and write them a check for whatever they tell you. Well, a lot of the popular outside vendors do Disney weddings all the time. In fact, Disney often hires them to do things like floral and decor for the resorts at the holidays. So these people are pros. They know exactly where to go and what to do when they get to Disney. You don't have to do any of the coordinating. And basically the only extra leg work is any research you want to do to find an outside vendor. And then of course one of the main advantages of using an outside vendor is that you can usually save a lot of money, sometimes up to 50% over what Disney would charge for the same thing. So often they come from the exact same places, but the outside vendor will charge you less. On the other hand, if you are somebody who wants, say, a lot of floral and decor, you might end up spending as much as you would have spent with Disney, but you'll get twice as much floral and decor, just more flowers. Especially if you want expensive flowers, you will find that you can get more of them for the same price that Disney would charge. Now, these rules that we're going to talk about, about where you can use outside vendors, these also apply to DIY projects. So at the end, we'll talk a bit about Disney's DIY guidelines, where you can bring in your own centerpieces or have somebody from your party run ahead to set this thing up or that thing up. I actually had that. Oh, great. Okay, great. I actually had somebody set up my centerpieces and a couple things in the room prior. Okay, great. That'll be good to talk about when we get there because that's something that I think stresses out a lot of brides too, even though ultimately it's supposed to save them money or time. <laughs> and then the last thing to consider, as Angela mentioned, Disney has these minimums. And so if you do go with an outside vendor, the money you send them doesn't apply to Disney's minimum expenditures. However, as we are going to talk about, you are getting so much more for your money that it can sometimes still be worth it because you can use your Disney minimums on other things that you have to get from Disney like food. The first thing we're going to talk about, the most popular outside type of service that people hire for their Disney weddings is photography and videography. This is the easiest type of outside vendor to hire, and people have been doing this for years because Disney cannot guarantee that if you use Disney fine art photography, you will get the exact photographer whose style you like. So often people, even if they don't use any other outside vendors, they will hire an outside photographer. And now videography, Disney no longer provides their own videography. They used to farm it out to a company, but then they put it under the Disney banner. And so you thought you were hiring Disney for your videography. Now they just give you a list of recommended vendors. So if you do want videography, you're going to have to use an outside vendor. Mm. So as I mentioned, one of the great things about using an outside vendor for photography and videography is that you are guaranteed to get the person you want, the person whose style you've seen. Maybe you've been able to see an entire wedding they shot, and you know that that's the person or the team who you want shooting your wedding. You are guaranteed to get that person because you're signing a contract with them. And photography and videography vendors are also great because they can go anywhere at Disney except the Magic Kingdom. So it doesn't matter if you're getting married in the Wedding Pavilion, if you're getting married inside a park like Epcot or Animal Kingdom, they can go to any of those places. There's no restriction on that except for the Magic Kingdom. And in that case, they do require you to use Disney Fine Art Photography. And I suppose if you want video, they will let you pick one of their recommended videographers. 
If you do decide to use an outside vendor for a photo and video inside a park, there is a media guide fee of $90 for up to four hours. So this is a guide who's supposed to accompany the photographer and make sure they don't do anything silly, I guess. Lots of the popular outside photography vendors at Disney are pros. They go to Disney all the time. They know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So this is an added fee, but generally you're still getting so much more for your money or paying so much less for photography that this $90 fee is not a big deal in the great scheme of things. And then the other thing to know is that you cannot use an outside vendor for the pre-park opening bridal portrait sessions. So when you see these gorgeous photos of brides and grooms in front of Cinderella Castle or at Animal Kingdom before it opened or on Tower of Terror, these were all taken by Disney Fine Art Photography. And you have to use Disney Fine Art Photography because you're going into the park before it opens. I chose my photographer. I chose David and Vicki. Uh, originally, when I started looking at Disney weddings, I think I was 12 years old when I started looking at Disney weddings, <laughs> but I had always said the easiest thing would stick with Disney's photo and video. And then, you know, you start learning about what really goes into everything and the cost of everything. And when I looked through the outside vendors and I saw David and Vicki Arndt's work, my jaw dropped. I thought it was gorgeous. And I said, well, they're, they're fabulous. Why wouldn't I hire them? And then when I read that they used to work for Disney and they worked for Disney Fine Art Photography, I would, to me that was, well, of course. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going. Why would they know any more than the Disney photographer? So for me, it was that was kind of like one of the easiest decisions. And the very first decision we made was our photographer. And that, like I said, with David and Vicki Arndt, and we couldn't be happier. That's great to hear. Yeah, and so once you've sort of dipped your toe in the water and maybe you've hired an outside photographer, you might think, well, what else can I use an outside vendor for? Exactly, exactly. So the biggest one, the place where you're probably going to save the most money is for floral and decor. There are some rules about where you can use an outside vendor for floral and decor. You can use an outside vendor for your personal floral at any location. It doesn't matter if you're in a park, wedding pavilion, even if you were at the Magic Kingdom, you could use an outside vendor because they deliver it to your resort before you leave for the ceremony. So same thing if you want to DIY your bouquets or buy them off Etsy or something, there are no prohibitions on that. And personal floral also includes boutonnieres. If you have corsages or wristlets for the mothers of the bride and groom, anything that is going to be worn by somebody or carried by somebody, you can use an outside vendor for that. Now, sometimes you may find that if you're only using an outside vendor for personal floral, it's not really cost effective unless you need a lot of it, like you have 15 attendants and you want every single family member to have a corsage. If you just need the one bouquet, you might be like, well, you know, Disney's price is comparable. I'll just go through them. But it's something to consider if you do want a lot of personal floral or you have a specific type of style that you want that Disney doesn't really do. And we'll talk about that in a second. For your reception decor, you can use outside vendors only at indoor convention center locations. So this means ballrooms. If you are in a theme park, if you are at Seabreeze Point or at the Summer House at the Grand Floridian, you would need to use Disney any place where other guests can see your floral and decor, basically, because they want to keep quality control and just make sure that you don't have something jinky that another guest would stumble across and be like, that's Disney's idea of an altarpiece? <laughs> <laughs> 
So they even will not let you use outside vendors at the wedding pavilion for ceremony decor. So that's something to consider, especially if you're going to do the trick where you take your ceremony decor and repurpose it at the reception. But you may find that you're still able to augment that if you are going to be in a ballroom with an outside vendor's floral and decor. So what can you get from an outside vendor to have for your reception at a Disney ballroom? Well, floral arrangements, of course, so centerpieces, your head table decor, anything to decorate any of like your guest book table or your card box, anything like that, any floral. Then upgraded chairs and furniture rentals. So if you wanted Shivari chairs instead of the standard banquet chairs, you will find that an outside vendor charges half what Disney charges. And they might also provide other things that you were thinking of getting from an outside vendor, like table linens or place settings or uplighting, another area where you can usually save about 50%. Pipe and drape is another one, and I'm going to have Angela talk to you about that in a second, because pipe and drape through Disney is super expensive. It's outrageous. <laughs> and for if for anyone who's not familiar, pipe and drape basically means they put up a giant flowy curtain along a wall. So say you don't like the way the convention center room walls look, or often people don't like the decor in the Napa room at California Grill, they can use pipes and this draping to completely cover the wall, but it costs a pretty penny. So that's something you can use an outside vendor for at a convention center, not at the Napa room at California Grill, unfortunately. Another thing you might use them for is a fancy dance floor, especially a light-up dance floor. And this is also something Angela can tell us about because this is a great way to make a big impact in your photos. And of course, speaking of photos, you could also use an outside vendor for a photo booth, which often is something that's offered by your photographer if you have an outside photographer. So Angela, can you tell us about the different outside vendors you used for your reception at the Contemporary? Absolutely. When I started looking at my different outside vendors, like I said, photography, I had David and Vicki Arndt, and videography, I used Trinity Wedding Cinema, which I'm incredibly happy with both, and they were fantastic. When it came to filling the room to look the elegant way that I envisioned when I thought I was going to have my reception at the Grand Floridian, I knew I wasn't going to be able to afford to have Disney do everything that I wanted. So I got to work um, Googling and calling and getting information on different vendors who offered different things. I definitely wanted the pipe and drape, which I knew Disney charged more money than I was looking to spend, but I had to make it work in some way or another. I contacted multiple vendors, one being Greenery Productions, which was recommended to me by numerous brides and even my photographer who had worked with them before. I wanted quotes for everything. I asked them quotes for the Shivari chairs, for chargers, for uplights, for, and of course the pipe and drape. But because the pipe and drape was my biggest priority. When I was looking at price, that was what I was most concerned with. So if the chargers were a little more expensive with a different vendor, I'd rather go with whoever had the cheaper pipe and drape. So I learned that Greenery Productions, although everything seemed wonderful with them, they were charging $10 per foot, which would be $100 for every 10-foot section. And I had 
two rooms in the contemporary and it would have been a lot more than I would have liked to have spent. But I kept it in mind. They seemed wonderful to work with when I was speaking with them. But it was a bit pricey. And they did add a hefty service charge. I'm not exactly sure of the exact cost, but I'm sure it was a percentage based on my quote. But that percentage came out to around $1,500, which kind of threw me. And I was like, if I'm going to spend money, I want it to be on something, not on a service charge. Then I looked at uh, Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals. And I learned that they wanted $12.50 for every foot, which was $125 a section. So now it was more money than Greenery Productions. But their delivery and setup was a lot cheaper at $195. And the prices for their chairs and their uplights and chargers, everything else was really, really good. But the drape, pipe and drape, was at $12.50 a foot. Then I found a company called Rentaland. And that's who I ultimately hired. They charged $8 a foot. So $80 a section. And it's a small company, um, family owned. I felt extremely comfortable when I walked into their office. On the side of their office was this gorgeous pipe and drape sample that was in like a champagne color, which I knew. I saw it and I said, I need that. That's the color I need. That's what I want it to look like. (laughs) And it was perfect. And they also had chargers, and the chargers were a dollar a piece. And I knew I wanted chargers to finish up my tables. But then I asked questions about the other stuff, the uplighting, the shivari chairs, and all of that extra stuff that I had been interested in. And they apparently rent out from somewhere else. So yes, it's still cheaper than Disney, but it's not as cheap as other companies because it wasn't theirs. So I reevaluated what I wanted and made sure I definitely wanted the pipe and drape and I definitely wanted the chargers. So I did go with the rental lands for them and they were great because I told them I wasn't looking to spend a fortune. And I said to them, I want it to look as complete as possible without going crazy and breaking the bank. And they worked out a map with the doors, the way the exit doors were in my room, because Disney has a lot of rules about how the drape has to be hung because it can't block an exit. It has to be draped a certain way. So they worked with our floor plan and found us the most cost-effective way to still look complete. And it was perfect for us. When I saw my room, I was my jaw dropped. It was exactly what I wanted. As far as the other pieces of the wedding that I wanted, I wanted the shivari chairs. And originally I had wanted uplights. And I figured I would go through Disney because, like I said, I had a $10,000 minimum. So I went through Disney originally for uplights and for the Shivari chairs. And when I found out how much the uplights were going to cost me in service charges, I had a very hard time swallowing it and willing to pay it. So my husband and I had gone back and forth about these uplights that we were spending almost $1,800 on for 12 little lights and we it was hard to accept then one day I was on Facebook and our wedding DJ we had Charles Miles on his Facebook page he showed a picture of a wedding he was DJing at and it had a light-up dance floor and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world and this was about two months two or three months before the wedding 
And I said to my husband, can we price this out? If this fits into our price range and it's around the cost that we were going to spend anyway on those uplights, can we cut the uplights through Disney and go with the light up dance floor? Because no one's seen that before. Hmm. And he saw the pictures and was like, absolutely. I want this. Forget those lights. I don't need them. I want the lights in the middle of the floor. So we contacted and we worked out something and it came out such a good deal for us that it would be crazy for us not to do it. The only thing there is we compromised our minimum that we weren't reaching at that point. We weren't at once we cut those up lights, we weren't spending as much money with Disney as we were supposed to. And, but it found out we were just a little bit around $500. And that to me meant we had to add Donald duck (laughs) because I felt that if I'm going to go through Disney, I'm going to go through Disney for something that I can't get anywhere else. I want to get my stuff from Disney that only Disney can provide me. And in the end, we only went, and I'm proud to say this, $39.59 over our minimum to Disney. And that was I was that was a proud moment when I got that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I worked so hard for that to try to keep it as close to that 10,000 without going too far over. And like I said, we ended up getting Donald Duck for it and it was totally worth it by going through the outside vendors for my lighting. It was perfect. That's awesome. And so then for the chairs, the table linens, did you get all that from Disney? We did. I didn't upgrade my table linens. I wanted a very elegant look. My girls were in dresses that were black velvet on top and a champagne bottom. So like I said, with the champagne draping, it looked stunning. And I just did black table linens and that was included with Disney. So... And my centerpieces, I was a DIY, and I had a friend set the room prior to. He didn't come to our ceremony, and he set the room for the reception with our centerpieces that I made myself. And we did for floral, again, I was DIY. I did a brooch bouquet for myself, and my girls all had silk flowers. The only floral we bought through Disney were the parents' corsages. Okay, great. Wow, this is really helpful. One other thing to know about using outside vendors for floral is that outside florists almost always provide mock-ups, and sometimes for free, of your centerpieces or your altar decor or whatever you're having them make. So that's something that Disney has only recently started offering, and Disney charges for it. So if that's very important to you to see the floral arrangement and make sure it's exactly what you were thinking of, that would be another advantage of an outside florist. Another thing I've heard from Disney brides I've spoken to who are also professional florists is that Disney florals designs, a lot of the set designs that they offer, like when you flip through their Pinterest or whatever, are about 10 years behind in terms of what's popular right now in floral design. Now, of course, if you bring Disney a photo or a a Pinterest board and you say, I want something like this, they can attempt to recreate that for you. But a lot of times when people use outside florists, it's because they want a more modern look, something that an outside florist is providing that maybe they weren't seeing with Disney. Now, another thing about having an outside vendor do floral and decor is they are going to do all the setup and tear down. It's not like you're going to be hauling in the chairs or something. They are going to do all of that. And as I said, a lot of them have already worked at Disney a lot. So they know the drill. They know where to go. They're not going to be phoning you on your wedding day saying, where do I take this pipe and drape? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't imagine that now. (laughs) And there is no fee for using outside floral and decor. When we talk about entertainment in a second, you're going to find out that Disney does charge a fee sometimes 
sometimes when you use an outside vendor or like the media guide fee if you have an outside photographer inside the parks. They don't charge one if you use an outside floral and decor vendor. I think because it's in a ballroom, it's easy for them to get in and out. It's not a hassle for Disney for you to use them. So Angela, would you say that it was more work to go with outside vendors or was it worth it because of how much you saved? It was 100% worth it. It wasn't enough work to complain about it. It was fantastic. The only work it was was research. And that was a day off, a Saturday, where I just went online and Googled. And I met with them when I came to do my planning session. So it was not work at all. Okay, that's great to know. Now, another thing you can use outside vendors for at Walt Disney World weddings is transportation. So this is another one that you don't hear about a lot, but basically an outside transportation company can take you and your guests anywhere except backstage and on the walkways like the boardwalk. You know, you'll see Cinderella's glass coach going down the boardwalk. If you hire an outside coach or a classic car or something, they're not going to be able to drive you on the boardwalk. They're not going to be able to drive up to the side entrance of the Grand Floridian where the carriage usually meets brides, but they can go anyplace else that a regular car can go. What you should know is that Disney contracts all of their transportation through mirrors. So if you do say to your planner, you know, get me a van, get me a limo, they're going to come from mirrors, which means that if you decide I want to try to get a cheaper van or limo and you call mirrors, you're going to get the same prices. However, there are many other companies in the Orlando area that provide transportation and have been used successfully by Disney brides and grooms. So you can do a little research to find about how you can get them for cheaper, especially if you say are coming from the UK and a lot of your guests are staying off-site in holiday villas, this might be a good time to get an outside bus company to provide a motor coach to go pick everybody up. Now with classic cars, Disney contracts through two companies, Cole's Classic Cars and VIP Transportation. So that's another case where if you call Kohl's, they're not going to give you a better price than Disney on their Model A or whatever. So you would need to go with a different company. But You see things like you can get the Back to the Future car from a guy who lives in the area and will drive it up for you. Or if your groom has always wanted to drive a Corvette, you could rent one of those. Or you can find somebody else who provides a classic car. VIP Transportation also does buses and vans. So even if you can't use them for your classic car, you might be able to use them for a bus or vans or limos or something like that. Angela, did you guys provide any transportation? We did a motor coach, the uh, the chartered motor coach, which we had for, I want to say, 12 hours. Yeah, we had them from bringing them to a 12 o'clock ceremony to bringing them to an 8 o'clock dessert party. So it was like back and forth. We, we had them all day long. We also had uh, Cinderella's glass coach because I couldn't imagine being a Disney bride without it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also did a luxury van to transport the bridal party and a, I believe a town car. Cause I had more people traveling from wilderness lodge to the grand Floridian, like as part of the bridal party and the flower girls. So I had that as a one way, the others, I, the motor coach I had chartered. And I think with the luxury van we did, I believe it was three hours, the minimum mm-hmm. that that was all through Disney to reach my minimums. 
Well, and if you do use Disney for transportation, I have a whole episode on transportation for Disney weddings at Walt Disney World where I talk about all the different forms of transportation and how in certain instances you can use cheaper ones rather than the motor coach, which is what Disney automatically suggests no matter what size your party is. I mean, if you have 100 people, you're going to need two motor coaches. But if you have 30 people, it's going to be a lot cheaper to use one-way vans. So check out that episode of my podcast because that could help you save some money there. We had the chartered motor coach. We had 80 guests and it was really, I guess we had one motor coach and it worked out perfectly for us because of who was staying on property, who wasn't. So we didn't need multiple. So I guess for one, it worked out better for us. That's great. Yeah. Now, another thing that you might be considering using an outside vendor for is entertainment. So if you're thinking of musicians or singers, those would only be available at the resorts. You would not be able to hire an outside musician or a vocalist if you were having your ceremony inside a theme park or your reception inside a theme park. If you are interested in having an outside DJ, Disney kind of makes this impossible because they charge a $950 fee they call it a staging fee, to set up all the equipment and the lights and everything that an outside DJ would use. And it basically negates any savings you're going to get by using an outside DJ. However, almost all of the most popular outside DJs, quote unquote, are also on Disney's list. So it's not like you're not going to be able to get some great DJ you've heard all about because he or she probably does work for Disney and is on their approved list. When I saw that $950 fee... I thought they were crazy because (laughs) I believe the DJ package was $1,600. So I couldn't understand the fee of $950 when you can get a DJ to do it for $1,600. And even by bringing in my own dance floor, because they said that with the DJ, it comes with you're paying for the dance floor, you're paying for the setup. I didn't get it any cheaper because they didn't have to set up a dance floor. Hmm. So I just would... It'd be interesting to find out if that fee would still apply if you're bringing in your staging, if you're bringing in everything else. But I don't know. I was just curious. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's an interesting point. They have a similar fee for using an outside band. That fee is $1,550. So that's another impediment. One interesting thing I recently learned, though, is that Disney's live bands are not really as expensive as they make it sound. So usually if you look in their materials, it says live bands starting at $10,000. Well, it turns out that a lot of the popular live bands in the local area are approved Disney vendors, and you can actually get one starting around $4,000. And then it goes up depending on how many musicians you want to add. So if that is something you've always pictured having your Saturday night wedding with a live band, don't be put off by that $10,000 figure that Disney quotes because you may be able to get one for cheaper. And then if you are interested in having non-amplified musicians or other types of entertainment like caricature artists or silhouette artists, somebody to paint the ceremony, You can have those at your allowed locations, so at the resorts, with no outside vendor fee, which is great. So a lot of times people will look at what Disney charges for a silhouette artist and think, well, I'm at a convention center for my reception. I'm going to hire this local independent silhouette artist and save half. So that's something to do some research on, too. Now, another thing I sometimes see questions about is, can I get my food and cake from outside vendors? And this 
is the one area where Disney cannot allow you to use outside vendors due to health regulations. So for food, you have to go through Disney, but I have never heard any complaints about Disney's food. Yes, the prices are high, but everybody always raves about them, guests and brides alike. So I wouldn't worry that I'm not going to be allowed to hire an actually good caterer and I'm stuck with Disney. Disney does a great job. It's fantastic. It's the best food I've ever eaten at a wedding. So That's great. Now, there is a slight exception to this rule for cake. So if you have dietary restrictions, you can actually use a pre-approved outside vendor for your wedding cake. If you push, you might be able to get the Disney pastry team, the Grand Floridian pastry team usually, to do, say, a gluten-free cake or a vegan cake. But usually the first thing they say when you tell them you have dietary restrictions is, oh, you need to order your wedding cake from Erin McKenna's. But they will also entertain other bakeries. So if you found another bakery in Orlando that does amazing gluten-free cakes, you can just tell them that's who you want to use and they can go through the approval process and you will be able to use them for no fee. But in general, if you're just getting a regular wedding cake, they're going to want you to go with the Disney pastry team. And just like the food and beverage team, they do an amazing job and they win all kinds of awards and you are not going to be disappointed with your wedding cake. Another category where you are certainly welcome to DIY or use outside vendors is stationery and accessories. So this is things like place cards, table names, menus, favors. If you're going to do food, they would have to be wrapped food items. Guest book, card box, memorial table, all of these things you can provide on your own or have an outside vendor for at any location. Now, obviously, if it's in a park or a restricted location like Atlantic Dance Hall, you wouldn't be able to have an outside vendor set it up. But often your wedding planner will put these things out, especially traditional things like a guest book. They will put up to two items per place setting at your reception. So if you only had menus and a name card or something like that, they would do that for free. But any more than that, and they will charge you $35 an hour with a three-hour minimum. However, if you have a lot of things that you've DIY'd or you've purchased from Etsy or online, you know, it might be worth that fee. A lot of times people will DIY these or have other brides, people on Etsy, things like that make these little, I guess you would call accessories or stationary products for them. And you can provide all of this to Disney in your own containers for the locations that require Disney to set them up. So in your BEO, there is a description of the guidelines for providing all this stuff. So if you do decide that you're going to bring all your own favors, bring all your own menus, your card box, anything like that that you want your wedding planner to set up, you can provide them up to three bins for weddings of 100 guests or less, or up to four bins if you have up to 200 guests. You would take these containers to Franks no more than three days before the event. Each bin has to be 30 pounds or less, but there's no restrictions on the dimensions, so you don't have to worry that, you know, it has to be these feet by this feet. As long as it's less than 30 pounds, that's fine, and you need to make sure it's labeled with the wedding name, the date, the contents, and your planner's name. And it can help if you include an inventory inside with setup instructions. A lot of times brides will even do a PowerPoint, like they'll print out a PowerPoint or diagram that says, okay, this goes on this table, this goes here, and that just makes sure that they know exactly where you want everything. And then any additional bins or bins that are over 30 pounds, you will have to deliver to the reception location yourself, except for, of course, in-park venues. So that would be where, say, if you had a friend like Angela had who could do that for you, that would be really helpful. It made life so much easier <laughs> having him be able to do that. 
And to, because I really wanted my centerpieces to be the way they were, I, I didn't want anything Disney was making. I didn't even ask for prices. I knew what I wanted. For me, I, I, one of the very first things I did was make sure I had somebody available who was willing to do it. Sometimes if you have somebody who is looking for a really good meal, who <laughs> might be a friend who is in college or somebody who wants to come for some drinks and good food, they're willing to do this for you. That's exactly how it worked for me. And he was incredibly particular about how things were going to be as well. I had a banner that was made by Mary Messersmith and it said just married and I wanted it in front of my sweetheart table. I forgot to even give instruction as to where I wanted it. He hung it right where I would have placed it. I also placed, I think, what was it, gems or on the tables, like little sparkles. And I put them in, he set them up. And at one point he did tell me that he was having trouble with something and Disney helped him out. That they were very, no problem, what do you need? Can I get you something? And they were incredibly helpful to him as he was being helpful to me. So they do work in tandem. Can you describe what your centerpieces were like? I used mason jars, which seems a little cliche because everybody, everyone uses mason jars. But I used mason jars and I put a transparent a printout made by Annie Fry. If you've ever seen her lamps or her shadow boxes, she also did my sand ceremony box. And each one had a different Disney quote and um, scene from a different Disney movie. So I put them in the mason jars and then I used twinkle lights on a battery pack inside with baby's breath coming out of the jar. So very light and simple. I didn't have a lot of floral in my wedding and I didn't want it. So the baby's breath was simple enough. And the battery pack had them look like fairy lights throughout the entire night. So for me, it was very simple. It And it was Disney, but it wasn't overdoing Disney, in my opinion, and how I wanted it to look. That was something that I, when I mentioned it to Disney, they're like, oh, we could do it. And, I, and my reaction was, but I want Annie's work. I don't want Disney's work. I want hers. And they were like, no problem, let us know, you set it up, we're good. So that's how we went about it. That's great to know. Now, for vendors like hair and makeup, for your officiant, for dress steaming, Disney doesn't provide any of those services. Long time ago, Disney had its own cosmetology department, but that has been disbanded. And so they will send you lists of preferred vendors, but you don't have to go with any of those people. And you don't have to worry about, you know, do I pay a fee or how does this work? You can use any of them. The only restriction is if you're having an escape collection event and you use an officiant who is not on Disney's list, they will count toward the 18 guest maximum. So that is the only time you would need to worry about whether or not you pick somebody off of Disney's list. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, it's precise. I think because often it'll be a family member. So, of course, that person's going to be a guest at the wedding. Okay. (laughs) Now, how do you go about finding your own vendors? Well, of course, the number one place to get information about Disney's fairy tale weddings is the Disney bride-focused Facebook groups. There are several of these groups. They're full of tons of other brides who are planning or have planned, and 
as Angela is sharing, some of them have become vendors themselves and they now make all kinds of things that you can use for your wedding. So that is probably the best place to find Disney specific vendors. They also usually have recommended vendors for photography or floral or decor, any of that. So that's a good place to start. There are also usually regional sections of national wedding sites like The Knot or Wedding Wire. So you would go to their Orlando area board or page or whatever. And that can be a good place. A lot of times those people pay for placement. So, you know, it's it's always hard to tell. Are they somebody who I really would want to use? But it's a good place to start. And then, of course, places like Instagram, Etsy, Yelp, and even Craigslist can help you find vendors who have worked in the Orlando area and have worked at Disney. Most of my vendors came from the Disney Brides Diary group. I really didn't know much about outside vendors until I found that Facebook group. And I spent time prior to my engagement searching at what I'd want, knowing that I was going to be planning a Disney wedding and I wanted to be as on the ball as possible. I was in the group for a while and I started seeing the work of all these vendors and what they could do and what they did do for other brides. So I, from that group, I came to almost all of my vendors with the exception of my dance floor, which as I said before, I found through my DJ, but he's now in the bride's group. So everything is there. (laughs) Um, But I found everything there. And what I also enjoyed was seeing how these same vendors that I used were being used in a different way for other brides. So people who were looking for maybe not as formal as I saw in my head, other brides went and used the same vendors I did and got a completely different final picture. And it's still beautiful. It's just their own. Uh, I was fortunate enough to attend very recently uh, a Disney wedding as a guest. And I got to see my outside vendors in action. And it was the coolest thing. I have to say, I saw David and Vicky and I saw Frank Carbone with the dance floor. And it was just incredible watching them make magic happen for another bride in a completely different way then they made it happen for me. So I think it's incredible how versatile they could be and how open they are to making your dreams come true, to showing you what you want and making sure that they can do it. Definitely. And you raise another really good point, and that is that some of your vendors may be able to recommend other vendors. For instance, if you talk to your photographer, often they will be able to recommend videographers they've worked with and who they work really well with, and they know how to stay out of each other's way, and they have a good working relationship, or even florists. I know that a lot of the photographers, you know, they work with a lot of these vendors every day, so they know, you know, who the best DJs are, who the best floral and decor places are. And so that can be somebody you might want to ask for recommendations. Well, that's exactly how I found my videographer. Yes, through the group on Facebook, they were there. But once I noticed that they had a special or a deal, which I always like to feel like I'm getting a deal. (laughs) um, Once I noticed they had a connection and a deal with David and Vicky Arndt, I questioned. I I immediately emailed them. Oh, what is this? You give a discount for brides who are with David and Vicky? Well, I'm with David and Vicky. What do you have to offer me? And 
it didn't take much longer than a short conversation with David Rennie at Trinity Wedding Cinema for me to say, okay, come on, you're on board. Let's go. I've got an A team. We've got this. <laughs> and they, they work seamlessly together. And it's, like I said, it was very nice to see them really work together and bring my dream to fruition because I was, there were moments where I didn't think I was going to end up with the dream that I saw because of losing that reception lottery space. I was very, I was really rough on myself about it. And when my mother saw it for the first time and my parents are paying for the wedding, when they saw it for the first time and were like, what is this? The contemporary, this is not what you dreamt of since you were 12. This isn't it. And my Disney wedding planner said, no, she's going to make it happen. It's going to work. We're going to make it gorgeous. We're going to do everything we need. And I doubted it. But my outside vendors told me time and time again, you're in great hands at the contemporary. Things will be perfect. And it really was. So they've been, they were a wonderful support system. That's so great to hear. Well, Angela, thank you so much for coming on the show today and offering your experience and sharing all these great details for anyone who is considering using outside vendors for their Walt Disney World wedding. I think you've offered a lot of great tips and information that will make it easier for someone who's maybe daunted by the idea of coordinating outside of Disney to see that it's not a lot of extra hassle and it can have a big payoff. So thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.